Your life is lived every day, and what happens between Sundays matters. Join Nate and Kate as they take oftentimes big ideas and make them practical for everyday life. This is the Between Sundays podcast with Nate and Kate Thompson. Welcome to Between Sundays. We are Nate and Kate Thompson, and we are here to encourage you to be present and intentional with your faith every single day of the week. Guys, we live every day. So what happens between Sundays matters. All right. So thanks for joining us. We are, um, just to reintroduce ourselves a little bit, we're just ordinary everyday people trying to... I would say above average, but (laughs) that's just... That's generous. You're a generous kind of guy. That's how I live. Yeah, so we're just we're we're trying to to figure out ways and talk about ways that are good to live out our faith every single day of the week. Things we might learn about at church, we might have heard about from our family or friends or mentors or spiritual leaders, but how do they apply to us every day? Yeah. So, so that's um, what this is about. That's what we're trying to do here. We have we're we've been married for 19 years. Whew. We've got a son oh. who is 11, almost 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Just one kid. Single rider. Yep. We're from Michigan. If you're listening from outside of our area, you wouldn't know that. We're yeah. from Michigan, beautiful state. You know, four out of five Great Lakes prefer Michigan. So I've so... heard. So yeah, that's a little bit about who we are. If you want to find out more about us, if you have a question about any of our podcasts or a, a topic that you'd like us to discuss, you can go to myhopefm.net and we would love to hear from you. Yes, we would. Send in some ideas, some topics, questions, answers, whichever. We are listening. And reading. Okay, hospitality. Oh, our Oof. topic of the day, hospitality. Ooh. So we have tried really hard at being hospitable over the years. We're not that great at it. But how have we tried? Well, first let's talk about, I think one of the reasons we struggle with it is we are both the babies of the family. And I think that we've been catered to our whole life. And then now when we have people over, we expect them to do stuff for us still. I think that that's true. That's just part of being the baby of the family. You have people to take care of you. When you're the most important thing for so long, I mean, it's hard, but we're fighting through. Yeah, you that's know, not to say we haven't given it some really we'll give good it a tries. Go. <laughs> Maybe it comes out awkward. <laughs> okay, here's one. One time somebody stopped over. I thought they were literally just popping in for a second. We were talking. I was going to give them something that they wanted to pick up. We stood in the foyer of our house almost two hours talking. <laughs> I just continually leaning against a different counter. Never once did it cross my mind to just be like, do you want to sit down? <laughs> or would any of us want to drink a water at this point? Like we could barely even speak anymore because we were so dry, you know, but like two hours went by and it never crossed my mind to actually invite them into my home. It was more like, Nick, keep your shoes on because <laughs> I thought you were just picking this up and leaving. No, two hours later, we're hugging goodbye. And then I'm terrible at goodbyes. So then it probably dragged on longer than that needed to. Oh, it did. I was a casual like observer. Oh, not- <laughs> we're the main person having the conversation with this lady. And-, and Kate's popping around the kitchen. like She's almost like if you walked in on a meeting that you weren't quite supposed to be in, but you forgot something there. That was Kate in the background feeding our son. Yeah, I fed Bear lunch while you were doing that. I cleaned up from lunch, started getting this dinner vacuum ready. Vacuum going in the background. <laughs> No, I don't know. So that was one where we really uh, 
we we dropped the ball on being hospitality. But the excuse that comes to mind is I kept I just kept thinking she probably wants to leave too. Like yeah, that's what I I, I was kept, there the I, whole time. I guess I like, felt like if we would have been like, hey, do you want to have a seat and just just yeah, you, you want something? You just need to talk. And that's how bad we are at hospitality. We I don't can't. even know what to offer. Do I offer some water, coffee, tea? I don't know. What time of the day? Ice what's water. The, what's the temperature outside? What, what if we... they don't like well water? Right. I got well water, but yeah. I have a filter. Reverse osmosis. And then I have to explain that. Every time. Because <laughs> so... when somebody sees you going to the tap, they're like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't do that. So I'm just so, thinking, I'm thinking if we offer for her to sit down, she's just going to decline and be like, oh, no, no, no. I got to get going anyways. Which I'm already thinking she's got to get going, <laughs> you know, like, because that's I thought that's what the original plan was. I'm going to stop and get these things and go. Two hours later, yeah. we're all standing there, legs burning, just tired out, feet hurting. Not me. I was. No, you were. Productive. Yeah, you were sitting around in the other room. Just a little Martha. Eavesdropping. <laughs> Are they almost done? Um, That was a fail. Whatever. We were getting there. We've had people live with us before, though. We tried to be hospitable in that way. People Opened. who needed a place to live for a couple months. Yeah, related, but still, they were. That's still a stretch. Yeah, I think we were challenged to do that because that's something your parents did when you were growing up. Is they would let people yeah. live with you if they needed a place, and and they felt like that was something they were supposed to do. So we had some live-ins. Shout out to the Vincents. Love you guys. Yeah. Mom, um, three bo- three young boys. Yeah. That was that was a challenge, you know. An absent father. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, only so because he, he had to go to yeah, training. He was away at training for work for a few months, and they yeah. were just moving to the area, so that we said they could live with us, and yep. they did, and it was fine. It was wild. It was good. We liked it a lot, actually. Yeah, and we learning got to, experience. It was a learning experience, but we had a we got a good relationship going with them, and I love it. It was good. Yeah, kind of funny at times though, because then there was like, like fake dad. Yeah, Nate? when you were fake dad, sometimes. Yeah, golly, that was weird. Yeah. I just, yeah. You had two families. Two families. Just like, <laughs> just that Utah lifestyle, you know? And, uh, this is a joke, people. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, oh, yeah, okay. you guys know how it goes. We've seen enough TLC. Or um, what about when my sister stayed with us for a couple months? Yep. Al. Yep. She was like a single, she just came and she lived out of state, but she would stay in Michigan for a couple months in the summer and crash at our place. One time Al and I were watching TV. She fell asleep on the couch. She woke up in a panic, shot out of the house like a shotgun, came back two minutes later, thought it was six o'clock in the morning and she had to go to work. She thought she was late. It was like 5.50 p.m. That was the life me and Allison were living while you were <laughs> while you were at work. While I was, <laughs> just while watching I was providing TV. for the household. Yeah, <laughs> Elle was fun. She was, a, she was a good time. And so we have tried, but hospitality, you know, I feel like it is, it can be learned mm-hmm. for those of us like us. <laughs> but some people, it seems so natural. They just can know we talk, what to do. Can we talk about some of the naturals we know? Yes. Who do you, who just throw out a name who do you got um chantel zelke my sister-in-law pro level you go visit you go visit shanny you're getting set up you are you're getting you're getting charcuterie boards you're getting afternoon espresso if you need it all kinds of things you're getting like a list of possible things you could do while you visit Mm -hmm. them um you know beds made with towels sitting out on it i don't know it's exotic it is Um, like a resort you know who comes to my mind right now is um, Jason and Kate. Yep. Man, one time 
some friends of ours that live across the state and they invited us to just come over for a couple of days. They said, they're going to take care of you. We're going to treat you out. And we were like, well, let's do that. And we did. And they treated us out. They took us out on the town. They cooked for us. We had just such a fun time. And I just still remember that. I cherish that time. Yeah. And I hope that they call us again one day. They hosted us. Hosted oh, straight up most. hosted us. Okay. Another one. Lydia Bricker. When we go to Mrs. their house, Bricker. this is something I appreciate about Lydia. When we go to her house for dinner, like we all sit around the dinner table. Yeah. If people come to our house for dinner, you're lucky if you have a chair. You're, you're on your own. You're, it's you like got a couch a, seat. We, our, like our kitchen table has four chairs. Yeah. So, and, the and there's three of us. Sketchy. It's like from 1848 round mm-hmm. table. It's tilty and wobbly yeah if you have a small family you can probably relate because you're kind of just yeah. set up you're for your small like, yeah. your little your little crew but when we host people they usually you know it at least doubles our numbers yeah. so then we're like folding standing. chairs out yep. it just looks like a <laughs> like a parking lot cookout <laughs> like it nothing's making yes. sense and then i think of one more person go ahead so your mom she's great oh, at like serafina yeah she's she will make you feel so welcome and so at home and just like in the coziest way. She'll get up and start making you soup or something. Yep. She'll make you a complex meal. She'll start giving you, you stuff. Oh, you'll leave with a sweater. Yes. Guarantee <laughs> that. You're you're leaving with something. And here is what about your mom that is unique. She is the host of the stopper buyer. The stopper buyer is like somebody who just pops in, like, mm. hey, I was just in the neighborhood and wanted to say hi. Me? I say bye. My face turns red. I panic. I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with you. Let's keep your shoes on. None of your mom's. No, she's just going to give you, you the in. water. She's yeah. going to make you some coffee. She's going to give you the food that she's what been do you need, baby? making. What do you need, baby? Mm-hmm. That's what she'll say. Yep. Come inside. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. She. I wonder if she's just a natural. She did grow up in Honduras. Yeah. And I wonder if that was just more like in her culture. It had to be. I mean, nobody was texting and making phone calls back then. I mean, you're living in a village and a mountain. Yeah. You got, that's yeah. the whole deal. The stopper buyer, you're probably, you're probably eyes out looking for the stopper buyer, hoping get a little action <laughs> during the day, you know, besides a chicken, a goat. I don't know what she was up to back then. She had a pet armadillo, for goodness sake. She's got binoculars yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Just hoping, seeing a horse coming down that mountain with someone on it. Well, yeah, she, yeah, she will host you though. I think there's something really special about the spontaneous hospitality that is impressive on the next level yeah so you read a book about somebody being ready for that right that was like a thing yeah that's how hard we're trying we're reading books on how to be nice this is so the book i read was called the gospel comes with a house key so think about that title for a minute like that's that's a test the gospel comes with the key to your house for other people oh is what she's meaning so you know, open door policy kind of thing. And and the, the woman who wrote it was ministered to in like a very powerful way by people who were hospitable. They would have her over for dinner all the time. And it really helped her a lot um, to understand faith and Christianity. So she kind of took it up a notch when she became a believer and she was very intentional. So I guess you could say this is like intentional, spontaneous hospitality. Like prepared. She's just ready for the stopper buyer, for the neighborhood yeah. people to come over, for the people who are going to be in and out and the people who are going to stay for a while. So her like, and to me, I'm practical. I'm like, how do you do that? What is your plan? Yeah. You like always got soup on the back burner. 
Yeah. Like keeping it like in the crock pot. Seriously. I and it's know. not it's not a fancy soup. It's like maybe like a lentil soup with some bread or whatever. But people sounds- who are stopping by to have something to offer them yeah. and then stay as long as you want or not. And then she's kind of just ready in the evenings for that. And she set up her life for that. Yeah. Because it's not like you're going to you got to. Doesn't it seem, though, it revolves around food? Oh, good question. Because no one's going to stop by and you, I'm like, hey, I got some chores we could do. You know, like we're going to hang out for a little bit, stop by and be hospitable and we'll get some rakes and get outside, hit this backyard, clean it up. Yeah. It's always about the food. It could be always about the food, but people have so many allergies now. It can't be always about the food. (laughs) Peanut butter cookies. It's like I'm I'm gluten free. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So the reason we want to talk about hospitality is because this is something we have struggled with and we are trying to intentionally be better. Don't just stop by. We're Like we said, we're trying to figure this out. We'll invite you. That's the place we're still at in life. But if you do stop by, we're going to be like flustered a little bit. Me more than Nate. Not we'll Nate. Try. He's going to be like, hey. Hey, let's stand here for two hours <laughs> together. No, I I do love the idea that we're aware of this right now. I think um, it is lost in our society. Yeah. So the dictionary definition, Give hospitality. Lay it down. Friendly and generous reception and entertainment of guests, visitors, or strangers. And in the Bible references like Hebrews 13 too, and it says, do not de- neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels while being unaware. Man, that'll if that won't teach you to buy Oof. somebody a donut. You know, that's a hospitality. I wonder that sometimes we just overthink it in the way that I I do. I overthink hospitality that I have to invite somebody to my home, make them dinner, and hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And when you read that little chunk from Hebrews... And you're at this point, he's saying like showing that to a stranger. So that's like a moment. That's like a passerbyer to me. That's like that idea that you have the opportunity to be kind, carry a conversation with somebody, look them in the eye, acknowledge them as a person, slow down your day and be there for that moment for what it needs. And I miss that a lot. And then first Peter four, nine says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Whew, that was hard. I remember some days like, this is honest, but when my sister would stay with Sisters. us. Yeah, it was my sister. <laughs> there were some days when I was like, oh, because she would come expecting ho- hospitality. But I don't know if you remember this, but she would like plan our life for us. I do remember So this. it was like, okay, the, there's a whirlwind coming because Allison is staying with us this summer. Yeah, and El then Nino. it was like, there were just like plans, plan, like she was just like, Always, because she was on vacation. Yeah. You know, she was teaching down in Texas, come up here for a month or two. We're still working. Like, we're still living life. And then she's coming at us planning something every night. We're up till 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I was getting drained. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's the a hospitality planner. can drain you. Yeah. Suck the life out of you. Yeah, and see now we're t- now these days we're talking about boundaries. We're not talking about yeah. hospitality. Yeah, we're not. We, <laughs> our country has switched gears, putting up fences and gates. Yeah, but the two can work together, can. right? Like absolutely, you can show good hospitality while saying like, "Okay, I've got to put my kids to bed now." Yeah, like it's it like, like that, let's be reasonable. That's okay, right? Yeah, and that's on that person. They got to read the room. 
<laughs> you see, if you're visiting somebody getting hospitalized and they're putting their kid to bed, that means you got to go. Read the room. Or I'm just kidding. Maybe stay. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> okay. If they got their pajamas on, <laughs> uh, the night's over. Okay. So what are some of the reasons that we don't show hospitality in our life? I'm selfish. Okay. First reason for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I said it too fast to think about it. So it's got to be true. I think there's an inconvenience to it because we live so fast and organized and um, accurately. Efficiently. Efficiently. We're just on the move. We've got schedules to keep. We've got events to be at. And an interruption in that is a potential derailer of the day. Sure. It's like missing an exit mm-hmm. on the expressway like we did today and added 25 minutes to our trip. Yep. All of a sudden, it's an inconvenience. Yeah. I don't think our our culture is set up quite the same way things were in the Bible when they're being instructed to show hospitality. Right. And I'm not saying it's right, but I think in their times, like uh, somebody, a stranger or something passing through was really very vulnerable and they were in like a, they didn't have a lot of options. Like they would need a place to stay or somebody to take them in. And I think it's different now. So I'm not saying it has to look the same way, but I feel like there's still a place for it. And I think that that's what we're trying to like figure out is where is that place in our life where um, where we do take people in, where we give them what they need, where we mm-hmm. entertain them and show them love when they need it. There was a, an understanding then, I would say, that you couldn't make it on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was a mutual understanding that you're coming through this town and you're going to need some like a pick me up or what, you know, I think there was just like that general, like we're all in this together. We mm-hmm. get it. So yep. we're going to open our door for you and, and do what we can. And I think now the reality is that hasn't changed. We still need each other. It just looks so different because we've been so programmed to be individuals. Yeah. I don't know where I had read this or heard this, but I heard that we had a major culture shift when it was like the industrial revolution was happening. So lifestyles were changing like rapidly. So mm-hmm. instead of people like having similar schedules to one another and that they would go out and they would farm and and take care of their livestock or whatever it was they needed to do. And then you kind of come in at the end of the night and have dinner or whatever. And that was kind of, it seemed like everybody had a similar lifestyle. You yeah. worked for your food and you had your food and there were maybe times in the winter where you didn't work as much. Um and then when, when people started going to work at factories and there was a little gap between like, okay, now I get money from someone and I just go buy my food from someone else. And people kind of started having different careers and things shifted. I remember learning, I wish I could remember where it was, but that that just really changed the way we do life as community. And that makes a lot of sense to me because like you're saying, we don't need each other less just because our lives are busier. We just need each other differently in different ways now because we still need support of community and family and friends and like for grandparents to help their kids take care of grandkids like that kind of stuff is so like beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's and you can see how it kind of helps society and it helps the church and it helps us as believers. But um, yeah, it's just different now. Yeah. And how like strange to think prior to that you're living your day as like a community that was uh, similar with your neighbors 
you know, the sun goes down, lights are out, you got your, you know, type idea and you're just, there's just a rhythm across the board in the community where now it's not, you're working midnights, this person's working days, this is afternoons, this is, you know, it's such a different thing to be navigating. I even think of that with our friends, say if I, we talk back about Andy and Mel, at one point they lived with us, we were doing life together with them for three months. And then now, you know, 10 years later, we, we rarely see them mm-hmm. because our schedules are so different and they live eight miles away. Yep. It's yeah. wild. It is. It is. And some people we know work two jobs or mm-hmm. they have just different things going on. And it's not like you can even count on, like as a mom, when I read that book about the gospel comes with a house key, I'm thinking like a lot of the parents I know, they work. So they're not at home to even have soup on if people stop by in the evening. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like now we have both parents working and kids in activities and we're just not there to be available for hospitality yeah. in the home. And if you were to ask me, I would say one of the biggest things I struggle with is just the inconvenience because I feel like it's going to take my time to be hospitable. Time that like I would love if to me, I feel most comfortable being hospitable, like when my house is clean and stuff like that. And I don't think it's because I want to be showy. I think it's because there's just less things I have to think about. Like I'm not thinking about like, oh, I wish I would have gotten this done today or um, just Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just not thinking about it. It's off my mind. So I just can relax more. And I think about how the cost, like how it can cost money to be hospitable. Like when you have people over, you want to have like things to drink or things to eat or just like to create like a nice environment. Like, I don't know. So yeah. it seems those things kind of come to mind for me about hospitality, like just kind of not being convenient. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, we're instructed to do it in the Bible, and we definitely want to get better at it because we feel the Holy Spirit like showing us that this is something that helps people feel loved when they're when they're in your presence. So we want to be more hospitable, and um, how are we going to do it? Okay, here's what I think. One, start with the intentional hospitality. Start with putting it on the calendar. I mean, if it's going to be a stretch and it's a little bit like, all right, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on purpose here. I'm going to make, I'm going to make this happen. We're going to agree to do, invite some people over. Maybe some people we're not even that good of friends with yet. Maybe more of acquaintances and just have this like time where you're trying to do it on purpose. Because the, I think by practicing that in like a controlled setting will help prepare you for the times where it is on the fly. And it's going to be way more natural because you've already kind of like started with the idea of being purposeful with it. Because, yeah, you might have to set aside, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks to feed the crew or whatever who's coming over. So maybe that's not as easy for you to be like, I don't have that. But one thing I love, as I believe it was Jerry Seinfeld said, a hot dog with a friend is better than a steak with an enemy. (laughs) So I think the idea that you have to impress everybody if you can let go of that and lean more into like the relationship with the people, mm-hmm. there's just so much more value there. That's true. Because when I think of the times I have felt loved, it's not because of something like high class or something fancy that was mm-hmm. offered to me. It was the feeling I got when I was with someone. Yeah. Thanks for being here with Between Sundays. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share your feedback here or online at myhopefm.net. Yeah, I want to start because usually what will happen with me is I'll have like a thought in my mind and then I'll feel like, oh, I'm going to make this awkward. Like, I'm like, what do I do (laughs) when I have those thoughts? What I want to do is 
is commit to the more hospitable thing. You know what I mean? Like when some co- someone comes in the door, instead of just standing there, at least offer. What what would it hurt? Like to just say like, hey, do you want something to drink? Come want on some in. tap water? Right. It's all Come I have, in. but I'd love to sit yeah. down and talk to you or whatever. But just to go with the thing, even if it feels awkward, go with the option that is more hospitable. Yeah. I'm going to lean into that, guys. If somebody stops over the house, I'm going to try to get you out of the foyer at least into the kitchen. Sure. I mean, maybe the living room. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. So question I thought of when you were saying something else. Okay. Was, do you think hospitality is always in the home? Because we're talking about like people coming over, whether it's planned or unplanned. Mm. And I'm wondering if you think that being hospitable, especially in our culture, kind of goes outside of the home too. I believe it absolutely does. But I... I'm going to say, I'm not even, okay, I'm going to say that within the home, there's just something so personal about it. I think there's the idea, even what we said earlier about that, when it, uh, that verse that talked about the stranger, there is like a level of connecting with people on the fly, whether it's at work and, you know, um, walking, I don't know, to the park, you just stop and start a conversation with somebody because you kind of, maybe you both were staring at the same boat going by on the water. I don't know. But to find that like avenue of kindness and generosity to even just have conversation, I just still wonder so much about like that that time before, that culture before of us being so hurried mm-hmm. that it was like, come over for dinner. Because there's something special about it. No matter how you cut the dice, like to have someone over for dinner is special. Well, the last time I invited someone over for dinner oh. was... When you were working and I bought hamburgers at the store to make. And my idea was you would make the hamburgers on the grill. Did I get stuck at work? I don't know. But somebody was over and I was like, they were talking about how they didn't have anything for dinner planned. (laughs) And you were like, well, look at your watch. Well, you better get going. I was like, I know I'm going to make these hamburgers. I know I have enough for them. But I feel like awkward offering it because you're not home to make the hamburgers. I'm not usually the one who makes the hamburgers. And I went to start the grill and the gas was out. Sabotaged. So now I... The demon of LP gas came upon our grill. I don't know if that's real. What? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, ran out of propane, baby. That's Um, a stinger. Yeah, it, it really was a stinger because then I had to make the burgers like on a griddle because there was so many of them. I didn't have like a pan big enough. I was like all out of sorts. And but it you, turned out okay, but I wish it was better. And then I felt that awkwardness. You know, maybe you should follow up with that person and be like, "Hey, how'd you like those burgers? No, how'd you I'm feel too about ashamed. the? How'd you feel about that event? I'm ashamed of my burgers. I smashed one of those burgers when I came home from work that night. I do recall the story. Okay, and I thought the burgers were great. Yeah, this was not long ago. <laughs> this was like this last is about week. two and a half weeks ago, guys. Um, yeah. So I want to try to like. I, but I did good by offering it. Yeah. I'm it took me a long time. It took me a while. Of like, I, you could. Like, you, you started their car you could probably for them. <laughs> over for dinner. <laughs> I noticed if you got going right now, you could make it into town before. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty great that you did that. And that's a learning experience. What it is. Do, it was a know? learning experience for me. And I do think there's something special about, you know, having someone in your home and mm-hmm. like, especially when they're there and we're family and let's do it. Like, let's yeah. be there for one another. Let's the, be hospitable and take each other in. The person she was talking about was our son, Bear. That's not true. <laughs> he, was, he was like, what are you doing? Why are you even in here? Why are you here? Are you a hamburger? 
Uh, okay, so we have a challenge. Oh man, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it out loud. We have a personal challenge coming up. We're mm-hmm. starting Friends Bible Study back up. We're gonna go through the Book of Galatians, and we decided that we're gonna make a little dinner before each Bible study. And if people want to come early, they can have a little little din din. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna be mind blowing food, but it is gonna be mind blowing company. How about that? And That's great. It's going to be fun. And we kind of already pre-committed to this idea, which is good for us. Maybe too intentional. Too intense. Too, we were going to make people eat it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we have to start. So no shame in our game. Nope. We're just figuring it out, man. Some of you all-stars who are great at it, keep it up. Teach us how to, you know, don't be, don't hold it over our heads. Don't, just because you're good at being nice, you don't need to brag about it. Just teach us how to do it. Be nice to us who are learning to be hospitable. We've had so many people show us how to be hospitable, There's, though. That, that's probably making it worse for <laughs> us because they're so us. good at it that we're like, oh, oh boy. That's true. We got some all stars in our but in our lineup. Maybe there is a way if you are listening to this that you would want to commit to something with hospitality too. Yeah. So maybe you've heard our challenge. Maybe you can join us in trying to think of. Just a little something extra you could do to show people love when they're in your presence. So whether it's, if you don't have like a home of your own yet, maybe you you kind of take hospitality on the go with you. But if you do have your own home, how how could you do that? Take it up a little notch and show love to your neighbors and strangers. And you may just entertain some angels. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's go. Let's do that. Let's go, people. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, remember, you live every day, so enjoy it. I can't remember right now what to say. but <laughs> Your life is lived every day, and what is. happens between Sundays matters. And if you show hospitality, will you please drop us a note and, sh- yeah. and tell us what you did and how it worked out? And if you have an embarrassing story about hospitality, please. we won't say your name, but we, will we could it. really use to hear your story. Yeah, I could use that encouragement. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Go after it today. Thank you for listening to the Between Sundays podcast. If you have questions or want to connect further, visit the podcast page at myhopefm.net. And remember, your life is lived every day. And what happens between Sundays matters.